Hello and welcome to the Sovereign Collective Podcast, where we bring you real raw truth for your self-empowerment. I'm your host, Sasha Calavota, and I believe that you can stand on your own two feet, but that you don't have to do it alone. I love learning from people who continually strive to raise the bar, to go against mainstream thinking, and who dare to question the general consensus. People are risking ridiculed or even risk the loss of their professional status as they bravely question the common narratives and challenge the rest of us to expand our minds and to reconsider what we think we already know. Join me in learning how to take control of your health and your mind so that you can have the energy to think more clearly and the confidence to step up and take responsibility for all aspects of your life. We promise to never censor here because I believe you are strong enough to hear the real raw truth to make up your own mind. If you like what you find here at the Sovereign Collective Podcast, then please share with your friends and family. I so appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. And now on to the show. Hi, y'all. This is Sasha here for two quick announcements before we get on to our interview for today. First of all, if you are looking for quality supplements, quality tonic herbs, some specialty food items, and you're in and around Calgary, then please go check out Lotus Herbal Health, a great family-run store that has two locations in Calgary. You can find them at lotusherbalhealth.ca to find out where their locations are, or you can shop online and they will pretty much deliver anywhere. So quality supplements, tonic herbs, great staff, check out lotusherbalhealth.ca. Secondly, I want to announce the relaunch of my program called Your Conscious Pregnancy and Parenting Guide, which consists of experts in their fields around the world on consciousness and parenting and education and nutrition and dentistry and homeopathy and more. This is a program I created after my son was born about 10 years ago, a little bit more than that. And I am now very concerned after the events of 2020 for our future generations. And I believe the time is now for conscious parenting and for conscious parents to rise up and take, to take back our pregnancies and our births and our parenting and the resilience of our children and of future generations. The time is now. We change the course of history by changing the course of our future generations. And we do that by consciously raising them, consciously birthing them, consciously conceiving them, feeding them good food, and taking back the responsibility of raising healthy, well-adjusted, robust people. Resilience. It's time to build resilience. So please go check out sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide, and you will be able to check out all of the amazing material in there. It's time for us to understand how our worldviews are formed, how our self-views are formed, and how to impact that and how that impacts the society on a whole. So check it out, sovereigncollective.org forward slash get the guide. And now on to the show. Hey guys, Sasha here for a new episode of Sovereign Collective Podcast. And I am joined once again with Meta Mitchell of homeopathy.com.com. Very good. Very good. Homeopathy.com. Homeopath. We're going to talk about homeopathy again, a very elegant and effective and safe and inexpensive way to treat yourself and your family in all sorts of conditions. I've had a miraculous healing in my family that I'll talk about in a little bit. But if you don't know the whole thing, Meta, we will go into like just the basics of homeopathy again, just to re- refresh people. But episode 24 is my first episode with Meta on homeopathy. And we go into more details about the, the history of homeopathy and what homeopathy is. But we will get into that. And you find more information about Meta's background and her story in that one. It's a really great podcast. So go to that one. And from this one, we're not going to go into all intro of Meta, but we're going to talk about other stuff today. So 
I am stoked to get into it again. Thanks, Meta, for joining me. Always fun to talk to you. The, yeah, so nice to be here again. So good to see you and to hear your voice. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. and, you too. and she's on to exciting things too. So we're going to talk about some other things that are going on in Meta's life too and share because a few of us are concerned about living in the cities these days and are looking for more sustainable ways and self-sufficient ways of living. And so Meta's taken a big step towards that too. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But first of all, Meta, before we get into the kit you've made, before we get into what my husband did and stuff, let's just talk quick little basic on what homeopathy is so that we can let people know what that is. So homeopathy is a way of tapping into the body's own immunity so it can heal itself. So that, that, that immunity or that power that we tap into with homeopathy on in homeopathy, in in the homeopathic language, we call that the vital force. Um, So it's the same force that reacts on an allergy, for instance. So you know how quickly your body can react if you are allergic to peanuts and you get exposed to even the smallest uh, fleck of, of peanut dust and then your body can go into complete shutdown your body is not doing that because it's overloaded with toxic material your body is just basically doing that it's 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 the body itself that is doing it you understand it's not the toxicity that is doing it it's the body that is doing it and in this case of course it is dysfunctional but when we use the same force in homeopathy, then you can see what a strong partner that we have. We have we tap right into the body's own uh, chemistry, pharmacy. So we get all the stuff that we need in the very specific dose that we need it. And I promise you, it's never five milligrams three times a day. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> um, and but we're doing it when, when we're doing it with homeopathy because we are out of the toxic zone, there's nothing toxic in homeopathy at all. Then we just tap into the energy and it, bring an invitation to the body to do it. And because we work with the vitality, that's why sometimes we can almost have this miraculous experience with homeopathy where we go, What? Yeah. But it happened right away. It's like, <laughs> Because it's the body that is doing it. It's not something that needs to be absorbed, digested, distributed through the blood to the correct site by accident. Let's face it, you know, when the body does it, it's targeted and it's well dosed and it's, you know, and, and that's basically what homeopathy is. But just asking the body to do what it wants to do. And so for people that are saying, okay, you're asking, do you, you just ask it? Do you just tell the body? What by means are you actually making this happen? So we use homeopathic medicine and homeopathic medicine that is very dilute, um, dilute doses of everything on the surface of this planet. We have like, oh my God, it's, dangerous to we're in dangerous topic now I could talk for a long time but I think I think at the last count we had something like 8,000 different homeopathic remedies wow wow yeah but all of the so all of these 8,000 they are 
stuff that we have picked from nature or from pollution or from you know, different very anything that you can take something from we can make a homeopathic remedy from um so but all of these remedies they are very 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 diluted so way past that there's any molecules present even it's only the energy that is left so then we use the energy but so what is the energy of an onion so the energy of an onion we know what the energy of an onion is like we just need to chop one and then we know what, what happens when I am in contact with onion well your eyes start to run your nose may get itchy um, something will happen in your, the, you know, you, you know, the different types of symptoms you can't see and yeah. the, with the itching and all of that. So we know that that's something that onion can do. So what we then want to do with that knowledge is to find a disease that looks a little bit like when we are chopping an onion. And that could, for instance, be hay fever. So we use the remedy onion which is called Alium Sipa, uh, because we use the Latin words in homeopathy. So we can use diluted onion to treat the same symptoms that crude dosed onion could produce. Right. And yeah. so there's different dosing. When would you choose a different? So for people that don't know, there is like, this is like a drop of mother tincture, right? That goes into another bottle with how many, like 99 drops? 99, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you shake it up. So you could do that many times. So like really, there's actually it's very frequency. So how do people know which dose to choose? If they, so, if they know that they got the remedy nailed in, but which dose? Yeah. So the remedy is always the most important thing. So if you have the remedy and you only have it in one potency, you just give it in that potency. So so that's like because if it is the right remedy, regardless of what potency it is, it's gonna do something in particular when you are in like an acute situation um but when the symptoms are in the room when they are present the symptoms are happening <laughs> like a birth for instance so it's what i always say with, with birth you know you never have to ask um are you feeling more sad or are you feeling more angry? Because you will probably be able to see right. on the birthing mother what's going on. That's everything. That's her, her symptoms being present. We're not talking about what happened at the birth and, and go through it. Everything is there, right? In the room now. And if it's you had an accident, it's in the room now. So then the best potency is the 200 potency. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's because it's like when the symptoms are there, what are the symptoms? Well, the symptoms are actually a sign of your vitality because it's your vitality that is producing what we call symptoms because it's part of the healing process. Right. Um, so the vitality is already in action. <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's the same thing with growing children that grow you can you can pretty often give them a 200 because they are growing it means that their immune system is it's constantly it's working constantly working right right okay so that's that's the 200 potency and then 
if you want to go like to a 1M, which is a 10, which is a thousand C basically, yeah. what we call a 1M, um, that would be, you know, if the, if the symptoms are very emotional. So maybe it could be uh, menstrual problems menstrual pain but the menstrual pain because but the menstrual pain is also followed with a big upheaval in the emotions and a lot of crying and you know almost like wanting to give up and everything is too much and maybe a little bit dramatic <laughs> but real enough you know you know but then it could be a pulsatilla we use pulsatilla so much for hormonal problems you know but when this when this when the big and very when the when the emotions are very big then if you want to reach the emotions then it's a good strategy to go up higher in potency and it's also the same thing if something happened a long time ago you will also want to get go for a higher potency so for example i know a woman who has had a lot of a lot of lung issues so from the chinese medicine perspective grief is held in the lungs. And she lost her daughter many years ago, very young. It's been a very long time. And she feels she's done the grief work, but I can see that as soon as she starts talking about it, it's still very present. But she, so could she heal the grief or help heal that grief through homeopathy that happened? Many, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Oh. And I encourage everybody to take care of their trauma with homeopathy because everything that when when we do the very good trauma work okay when when we, what we mainly do is that this trauma work takes place in our heads mm -hmm. we do it with our forgiveness with our understanding with our guilt and shame and you know all of those things that are kind of like products of our our minds so what the problem with, so of course we need to deal with it in that level but we need to get the information into the cells in the body because otherwise we will maybe there is a chance that we are just you know it's just going to become a weak spot so what so so then when we become stressed or when we have experience another trauma then that trauma comes back because it's a, it's a it's not strong because it's not all the way into the body. And that's what we do with homeopathy. We get it into the cells. We, it's like in, into the cells, in the memory of the cells to heal the trauma on like that deep level. Sometimes when we say deep, then we misunderstand it as to say, we have to heal it in our minds, but we need to heal it in our bodies. That's deep needs to be right in our cellular because this is a reflection of what's going on in of the other realms right so exactly. yeah this exactly. body isn't it's it serves a purpose it's informational it's right yeah and then it gets expressed on the lungs right you know so it's a it's a, so where I, when, when I first understood that I was going to study homeopathy I was watching uh, eat pray love yeah uh, uh, and for the 
third time or something. It was like a Friday night. I was just like, okay, I'll watch this. It was on or whatever. And then I was watching it. And then there's a scene where she falls on the bicycle and um, then she gets taken to the herbal doctor. She, she has like a wound on the, on the leg. And then the herbal doctor looks after that wound. And then she kind of like pushes her a little bit around the knees. And then she says, but I can also see that you haven't had sex for a long time. So what's <laughs> going on about that? <laughs> and then I understood one thing. And that was the one thing that got me to study homeopathy. And it is that the physical symptom is the invitation. Ah, right. It's the door. It's the door. And yeah, well, it's, it's, it's what, what you find, what you can find in that physical symptom. It's just so insightful. And, you know, even, even just speculating a little bit to say, you know, my, one of my favorite questions in, in consultation is, it is, okay, how is your mom around the same problem? And then how is your grandmother or how was your grandmother around the same problem? Right. And just by asking that, sometimes it becomes so obvious. It's like, oh my God, it's not even me. Right. And that's, I think most of it is that, right? Yes. I'm thinking separate yes. something in this time now because we keep passing on that generational freaking trauma. We have to this. stop. We have to stop doing it. Yes. We have to stop <laughs> Yes. We, do. we do this is such a big thing that I talk about in my my program and just with people and before you have your babies ideally you stop that cycle now yeah right? yeah yeah because but our the good problems news are not our conscious problems they're the subconscious that have been brought through so we just come with the behavior yes and then we have to deal with that behavior and if we deal with that behavior then we stop the trauma totally yeah love it Oh my God. So, mm -hmm. Okay. So does it work for everyone? Some people say, oh, it doesn't work. I tried it. It didn't work. It's like, well, does, does that mean they just didn't use the right remedy? Yeah. 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 So it should be just everyone work. So could there also be, cause sometimes it takes one pellet and you're done. And sometimes it's, it, it's a, a regime. Yes. So, yes. So that's just because there are different approaches. So that there's different approaches in homeopathy, but the most famous approach is classical homeopathy. And classical homeopathy is kind of like claiming to be the, the real homeopathy. Right. And that's also true to an extent, but, <laughs> but the problem with the classical homeopathy is that, when did he die? In the 1920s, I think Kent, uh, the founder of the classical homeopathy. So they didn't have all this pollution. They didn't have all this over vaccination. They didn't have all this stress in the same way. They didn't have, there's like so many things they didn't have a hundred years ago that we have today. Mm -hmm. So there is different models that has arrived later. And there's also the protocols, which would maybe be more like a regime. So like the protocols, which have just 
which is a, a, a way of making homeopathy easier. So most of the, pro the protocols that I work with, they have, they have all uh, gone, proven their, their value through data. Okay. So there are certain places where they collect data for certain diseases and then they write books about it and explain their protocols and so on. So, and then you can look up and you can say, okay, so the first protocol works for 42% of everybody, you know? Okay, so that's, and then if that one doesn't work, then you maybe go to the second protocol that then works for a percentage of the people that the percentage. Are. So then that's a way of prescribing as well. So there's just different, different models to okay. work through, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna get into your kit. So I know you wanna talk about kits, but I just wanna relay a story yes. from that we just experienced. So it made me think of you and I thought, I need to get her back on the show. <laughs> so my husband, love him. He was starting to get a little, like he's, when we first started dating, you know, he's snoring and be laying there awake and driving crazy. And then over time, it just got used to him being there. And, and it, he wasn't actually, didn't snore. He wasn't really snoring, but lately, he was starting to get a lot more nasally and he started to have a harder time. I think taking some things out of his diet that helped clear those passageways. But one thing that was new that he didn't have before was it was a new, it was back in here. It was like really throaty, like just like literally I'd be sitting, lying there reading and be asleep and he'd be stopping breathing. You could just tell it was a battle for him to, to get any air out and there are noises you just can't make when you're awake, right? You just know, because you don't relax like that, you know? And it was just getting really, as far as just elbowing him and just, oh, stop it. Then shift and then he'd stop and then he'd start again and then I'd finally fall asleep and it's fine. But it was starting to bother him and he could feel it because it was waking him up. And it was just going on just the last few weeks. But he got up in the middle of the night one night and he's like, this, I don't like this. This is not good. I, I, I feel like I, I can tell that I'm fighting. And so we looked up the symptoms and he could feel, and he was actually paying attention to it because he was kind of half asleep, half awake. And he was yeah. noticing how he felt swollen up. Things were collapsing. It was like, he looked up the symptoms and it sounded like it was glottitis, epiglottitis, like, you know, something back there was swelling. So he looked that up and he looked up homeopathy. Yeah. And the remedy that came up was Apis mellifica. And so like a bee sting, I guess, or you take that if you swell up. So he took, I think, two pellets yeah. and literally without even, like you said, it doesn't have to go around to the body and go to the right place and blah, blah, blah. Literally with almost immediately, it's like somebody let the air out of the tires and everything deflated and it completely went away and yeah. he slept. And the next day he did it one more time just because, but he didn't need to. I don't, I don't actually think he need to. And this was weeks ago now. And he's done. It hasn't come back. He's breathing. He's sleeping. He's not swelling. And it's power like this is like relationship saving stuff, right? <laughs> you know, like this is amazing. that is seriously amazing. So yeah. Yeah. I, I've said this to a couple of people, and like, no way. And they just can't believe it. I'm like, yes, this is the power of homeopathy. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like people it's such a simple thing and if it doesn't work it doesn't work so what try another one it's cheap it's it's safe you're not you're not getting any side effects that you're not looking for it's and super environmental it's, it's like everything it's just mm -hmm. amazing so yeah like it's so that makes me think of and you were talking about the peanut allergy and then so i have a friend who's in a homeopathic course with somebody in the states 
And there were some moms that said they actually used that same remedy to APHIS when they were going to the hospital with anaphylaxis and they didn't have to go. They stopped and turned around and went home because it completely stopped the tracks. I mean, here we've got EpiPens and they're raping people in the price of EpiPens. And we've got this fear and we've got all this stuff. This is obviously suppressed information so that people are using the system and not depending Oh, on absolutely. Right? Like, so do you believe that, is that something that you would have in your arsenal in case of anaphylactic allergies to anything? 100%. It's yeah. in all kits. It's in every single homeopathic kit. Right. And another great one uh, is Belladonna. That is also in every, every, every homeopathic kit. So Belladonna is good for, for fever and in particular childhood fever. And there's one family where their child suffered from so many seizures but we managed to deal with the seizures by dealing with the fever with Belladonna. Right. Right. It's like, how much space did that, does that give you when you know you have that figured out and you've got the remedy and you've got the situation, like that's got to be so stressful to be yeah. waiting for the next one. Right. Like, uh, it's crazy. And for the children too, for the children, it's just, right. It's like, right. They don't want to be like that. No. And, and uh, let me just. But one, one very interesting thing about the APHIS, I think, uh, in the moment is because uh, I have, I'm just going to, in my kit, in my. That, Let's uh, talk uh, about your kit. Yes, yes, yes. No, so I made this 50 remedy kit, but the one remedy that I added in here that is so fast becoming one of my favorite remedies, um, it's, the re it's, it's homeopathic histamine. Okay, we I have that oh. histaminum or whatever it is. Yeah, yes, exactly. So so that's that's just because and, and then because we we spoke about like cures like, right? Yes. With the onion and the hay fever. So when we use home histamine homeopathically, then it becomes antihistamine. That's what we have to remember, right? So because I'm taking a remedy that's uh, made from the problem, which is the overload of histamine, right? So, what is so so so? It's it's very very similar to apis in that sense because it deals with the allergic re reaction. But I also just I have added it because we I I prescribe this remedy for everything for inflammation for you know, it's it's like I prescribe it to everybody and it, and it is when we have to think about it what is our society like now. We are all walking around like we're having an allergic reaction because we are having an allergic reaction to each other. We are having an allergic reaction to the news. We're having an allergic reaction. It's like everything is so explosive and 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 yes, fast and inflamed. Yeah, it's hot and inflamed. Mm -hmm. So, say in an emergency situation. And if you didn't know which was the right remedy, could you give one apis, one histamine at the same time? Yes, yes, that in way? particular. In it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because if it's, it's like, say you're out and about somebody ate something and all of a sudden they just like, they, you don't want to try one and see if it works because you don't have time to see if it's going to work. You just, you just throw it in. You just you throw do. it in. You do, okay. 
Yeah, and that's what we have to remember, you know, and that's a good thing to remember always with homeopathy. We all, always, and that's, it doesn't matter if we are prescribing at home or if it's the homeopath prescribing in the practice room, we're always prescribing to whatever is the most present. Right. So we don't care about your problems with your mom if you're unconscious because you've been hit by a car. It's not very much there, you know? <laughs> so, so it's a good way to think about it. So if we're treating physical symptoms, then we're treating the physical symptom. And it's like just... If it's emotional, then we're treating the emotion. If that's what's present, you know, then we're treating that. But in these kits, so these, so I have the blue kit. Yes. Don't need to get the emergency kit, but it's, those are the 30 CHs, right? So those yeah. ones are also, those are going to be way more physical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So, and that would just translate to repeat it more often. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how long would you wait? Half an hour, an hour, like in acute situations? So if when something is acute, acute, then my rule of thumb is to say that you take one remedy every 20 minutes for the first hour. Okay. Okay. And then you reassess and you see, okay, is the symptoms withdrawing or are they the same or are they increasing or or what's going on or have they changed? So I need to change the remedy. Um, but But the correct homeopathic prescription is that you take the remedy and then when the remedy stops working then you repeat it so whatever how long that is so for instance one time I burned myself really badly uh, on my hand you know like one of those situations where you're carrying your laptop and a cat and a hot cup of tea (laughs) you know like and, and all of a sudden you're just feeling that it's kind of like running down your arm but you can't let go because you know it's like yeah one of those ones and I burned myself. So I would say it was a second degree burn. Um, and I took Cantharis from the kit, which is the remedy made from Spanish fly. And, and because that works for really, really, really intense burning. But for two days, I had to take it a couple of times every hour. A couple of times an hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But every time I took it, the pain went away completely but it was just as if it didn't hold for that long right so I just kept repeating and that's fine you can take as much you want of any remedy over a period of five days no problem yeah and then after five days what then you know if it's if it's not working you have to reconsider is it the right remedy is it acute anymore am I treating something chronic and if it's not if they're you know then you, it should it should be fixed by five days and and if it isn't then reach out to the home right okay yeah. and so that cantharis did that just help with the pain or did that help also heal the burn uh i i it it's we, we mostly prescribe for the pain so i also took like calendula for the skin um calendula? homeopathic and herbal as well and actually, it's in in the kit here, calendula. I have because I have played around a little bit with the potencies here to get a little bit where it's like, okay, actually this remedy is better and this potency. So like aconite that we use for shock or cold shock, um, and and for for violent and sudden symptoms. Well, it kind of like 
violent and sudden. Well, so it means we're always prescribing Econite when the symptoms are present in the room, right? Right. So I just said, okay, so for that reason, I have taken Econite 200 in, in, uh, in, in my own kit here. And Calendula in a 12X, which is a 12D or like an, another, a, a much more physical potency. Yeah. Because Calendula, I, was, I looked it up in a book the other day. I was like, I wonder what the mental emotional picture is of Calendula, but I don't think there really is one. <laughs> it's, oh, it's, no. a, oh. it's one of those remedies that it's great for the skin and it really is great for the skin, but. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So say you have an all of a sudden a sudden violent nosebleed. Would you prescribe mm -hmm. aconite? Yeah, aconite and, and, and maybe phosphorus. So phosphorus is also in the blue kit and it's also in this kit. So, so phosphorus, um, we use that a lot for, for nosebleeds uh, where the blood is very bright and red and fresh looking and gushing. So there's a lot of it. Um, and it's very often in lanky, skinny, tall persons. Uh, that are very social and active and have a lot of crazy ideas. <laughs> Sounds like my son. <laughs> <laughs> um, social butterflies and, and they, 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 they swing a lot. So they will go from fainting from hunger and then have a bite of a banana and being completely back again or they will go and they will have a nap of 20 minutes and they will wake up completely refreshed right. uh, but they also uh, get frightened by certain noises or movements oh, and oh, interesting. Yeah. so interesting yeah. there's so much to know oh my god okay let's talk about this kit so why did you make your own kit what what's this one all about but yeah, yeah, what is it about? Well, it is, I think, um, my own graduation present, I think. I think I graduated now, finally, after all these years from the blue kit. I'm like, I, okay, I know it now, ins and outs, everything about it. And then um, I got sparked by a conversation with a colleague in Denmark, and we were talking about what if we made our own kit? And she was kind of looking into it a little bit, and I was like, okay. I will make you a list and then let's talk about it. But she's on her fourth year of studying homeopathy. So um, uh, I didn't wait. I didn't wait for her, but uh, <laughs> this is, this was, it came, it came from her and me making this plan for this kit and kind of like going through what would be like the, the, the ideal kit to have actually and what potencies also. So it's different um, potencies with different remedies. Yes, it is. It is mostly 30, mostly 30, but then also to add some of the combination remedies. So like, for instance, I have this remedy and it looks like I already gave it away to somebody. So KHP, which is a Kali big hydrastis and pulsatilla, which is a perfect drainage remedy. So drain the sinuses or drain the ears. Or so, so drainage anywhere where um all the what do you call it but everything is really small right so when we want to drain 
mucus in very, very small areas, like in the sinuses and so on. It's fantastic for that. Uh, and and gluia. So if kids have gluia, it's it's a complete no-brainer uh, that you can treat this. I would say. I don't know. It sounds so cocky, but I would say at least eighty percent of the people that have come with gluia to my practice, they have had it cleared out with KHP and kelp carb on Saturdays for a couple of weeks. Wow. On Saturdays, did you say? Yeah, so just once a week, just yeah, so a kelp once, carb like, once a week. Like, what? Huh? Who would even think of taking something once a week? That's so crazy. Like, yeah. once a week, I, 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 a little bit of energy right here. Like, it's just, I just love it. It blows my mind every time. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so why would you only do it once a week? Why wouldn't you do it every day throughout the day? Why, why just once a week? So uh, when we do, okay, so in, in consultation, I would give a kelp carb 200C on Saturdays. So it's a 30 here. So the 200 where we say the very present or the very whatever, but also it's also simply the 200. It's also just like a potency that holds a little bit longer. So if it is a good match, you can, you can, you can go up in potencies and then you, you only need to take the remedies so often and the KHP. So that's a, a low potency. It's a six C. So that's why it has to be taken more often. But, but we are taking the KHP very specifically to liquidize the mucus. So we are not taking it because you're feeling in a specific way or because something happened to you or because right. we're, it's just, we're just giving it to, to the very physical, right. to the mucus. Attract more water so you get more liquid so you can drain, <laughs> please, and go away. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So what were the factors that went into your choices of putting what there into the kit? Did you feel some were incomplete? Were you missing a few? Like why, why those remedies? What are you, are they for emergency or day-to-day -day immunity? What's or everything? What is it for? So it is, um, so some of the remedies simply because I think I prescribe them so often, you know, it sounds so stupid. It's like really, I don't think Coca-Cola would say something like that. We will give you the recipe because so many people seem to like it. You know? <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's, you know, that's, that's the way it is to be a homeopath. You have to remember as a homeopath, you can only sell your hour once a day, you know, once an hour, you know? So right. you're not interested in having a hundred people <laughs> right. signing up. It's, oh. it's really, really good to get this knowledge out because when, when I say KHP in this kit, then I also know, okay, I'm being a little bit manipulative and sneaky because I know that anybody needing KHP that takes KHP, they will have an experience like your husband when he took APIS. So you, it's a very easy prescription and you have very good results. So, so hey, I have a question. So mm -hmm. talk about draining. Mm -hmm. he's got a bump on his bald head it's a it's a pilar cyst i think okay yeah fluid thing so he's been trying all these different things and now he's kind of let the skin heal because he's been putting vinegar and dmso and tea tree oil and frankincense and and it was oozing it was and we finally thought we'd get it and then he started using silica yeah very good silica yeah. to try to move it out Yes. But then is he kind of like, he got sick of it because he had this big thing on it and it looks really, but it was really big. Now it's smaller, but it's not healed. Right. So 
I'm thinking there's got to be a homeopathic remedy for that because normally they cut them out and they take I'm like the body can deal with it I know it can but yeah, maybe maybe the body is draining it already and that's what caused the snoring I don't know but it's now it's not changing I don't know maybe maybe I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, uh, you know, there's lots there's lots of uh, juicy things to talk about to, uh, with the APIS. Um, oh, so I don't know uh, if your husband, he would. <laughs> I mean, it's only thoughts, you know, the homeopathic thoughts, you know, but uh, I don't want to I don't want to step into territory there. We're uh, He's pretty good with whatever, unless it's. Yeah. Good. Very it's kind of funny, you know, but uh, oh, it's, it. but, but uh, Apis is uh, uh, the conflict that is in Apis is uh, about who's the matriarch in the family. Okay, okay, yeah. We yeah. have we don't really have conflicting a conflicting relationship. We both know our roles. Yeah. It's pretty clear with us. Okay, that's good. That's, that's uh. But that's that's the one big that's the one that can come up, you know, with apis. Uh, and of course, it is. But what is it? Is the poison from the honeybee? And we know also all know that all the worker bees they only have one queen. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh, interesting. Wow. But well, uh, do you think he should keep taking it? Um. Oh, definitely, definitely have it. Definitely have it for these acute things. Uh, but. You know, it's it's like probably not gonna bring. You know, it's like mm, you know, it could be something to do with net neur, maybe. You know, that also has a lot of liquid in there, and it could, you know, that it's like once you get behind just the doorway, the acute symptom. You know, you, yeah. it's like you have to have a little bit more of a conversation. What is going on? But uh, there is the homeopathic remedy clay, which is very good to. Yeah, so it, it's good for any conditions in the where the body holds liquid in the body. I hold liquid in my lymphatic system. <laughs> That's interesting. Clay, I haven't heard of that one. Okay. No, well, it's a new material medica. So I'm also talking about that uh, on my website and stuff where I give these different talks about new material medica and oh there's there's one remedy in here in the new kit from new material medica and it's lotus oh so it's actually not too dissimilar it's, it's quite similar in many ways also with clay because you, with, with the lotus that remedy is made from the whole plant so from the flower and the stem and the root and uh, so of course the root goes all the way down into the clay and the mud oh, yeah yeah so but but the lotus as a homeopathic remedy, it's like uh, uh, rescue drops, but oh. homeopathically. So it's a, you would use it for the same things. But then the remedy clay uh, has it's also a very grounding remedy. But what it has, you know, clay, clay is the type of soil that holds the most liquid. Right. Okay. So it's like a drain. It's like a drainage remedy, uh, uh, like that as well. Oh yeah okay so what else what else do you want us to know about your kit here how do people get to find out about your kit and and get access to it they just go and download my app because the app got updated yesterday with all the remedies from my new kit and there's lots of info there's information in there as well to how to get hands on it because <coughs> i'm the only one 
that sells it and and it's like a little bit of a secret hideaway shop but it's online and <laughs> all the information is in there so they could just if they go to homeopathily.com will they find it there do they have to be a part of your members um no um you you'll have to be part of one of the members clubs to be to have access to the store but you also get access to the store through the app okay so i can't it's, it's you know it's just because homeopathy is so controversial and it's it's like i i only like to do anything with homeopathy behind closed doors so to say so that's also why there's the store i made on squarespace so it's a members club so it doesn't cost anything to be a member <clears throat> but i just want to know everybody that has seen it yes 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 there's yeah oh yeah yeah so if you click for on on uh, materia medica then you can see the update Okay, so guys, I have it on my phone for those of you who are are seeing the video and uh, a great way. So if you want to get the kit, like seriously, it is something, again, I can't stress this enough. We need to be our own doctors in most situations and in most situations we can handle. This is why I'm doing a class next week here live in person in Calgary on building your home apothecary of which a major part is getting your homeopathy in order, getting your immune things together, your 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 kits together, things like that. Like, yeah. We don't need to depend on an outside authority if we would just take the time to know what it is that we need to have and, and be armed with it ready so that you're not subject to the time or somebody else's expertise or their, or their stock or anything. Yeah, right? and so that, that's the thing. It's like, this is like such a sleek little box. It fits in with everything. Uh, you can take it with you everywhere and you have 50 homeopathic remedies in here. And you know, the, and the great one thing is even if you don't know how to use all of these remedies yourself, then if you called me and said, Meta, this is happening. And then I can say, okay, do you have a kid? And then you say, yes. Then I say, okay, take this one. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. And so those are the kids, but those ones don't have the twist ones, right? Is it okay to put, you have to put it in your palm, I guess, and then pop it in your mouth? Those yeah, uh, or, or just uh, uh, pop it in the lid. So all those, oh, those ones. Oh, oh they're exactly oh, the same ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they exactly are. Okay. The same ones. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. So guys, like seriously, I was disc golfing last year at a tournament and a guy, he wouldn't use it. It's so funny. I'm like, he got stung by a wasp and he almost like was falling over. I'm like, I'll be right back. I've got this. And I ran and I went and got it and I came back with the apis. And <coughs> what is that? And I thought he would trust because we had built a relationship about all this other stuff. And his son's like, he's not going to take it. I'm like, it's seriously a sugar pill. Like it's a sugar pill. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't yeah. do it. But I know he would like, he would end up being fine in the end. But it's funny people, they're their own worst blocks, right? But I've, I've taken around all the time. Like Tim, I mean, we had the apis. We had we had that in the moment. So it's such yeah. a great thing to have. Oh yeah, yeah. I I take I take this kit with me everywhere. So most most places I go, I know they have a kit because <laughs> because I've advertised it or even <laughs> given it as a birthday present. You know, just because <laughs> I want people to have it. What a birthday um, present! That's amazing. Oh, yeah. it's the best present. It's the best present. But this, this kit here, I take it with me everywhere. And I just love trying it out, like with the remedy histamine, you know, that is so similar to APIS, but it's just such a 
great remedy to have. Look, like I, I even have like a small dose here for gallstones attacks. Ooh. So that's something a lot of people are suffering from, you know. So there's not enough here, but maybe you'll be desperate enough so you will get over yourself and say, okay, I'll take the homeopathy. <laughs> And then you can get started. And when you have a gallstone attack, you know, you can just keep taking this as if you do with any other uh, acute situation. And if you have had a gallstone attack before, you know what to compare it to. Which remedy is that one? So that's a combination remedy. Oh, okay. uh, so the I'm not even too familiar with it. It's just because I have this, I've used it so much and I have this from a very trusted um teacher so it is chelidonium which is so good for the liver and uh, colosynthesis which is also great for the liver and the um, and the colon and then cholesterol so homeopathic cholesterol and that's a big one like i know the number one abdominal surgery like they say like voluntary abdominal surgery is removal of the gallbladder this is a seriously important organ. You don't just take it out just because it's not working the way you want it to in the moment. Yeah. But I know is I've never had a gallstone attack, but that's a ser that's seriously painful. And, and you know, yeah. they are not even trying to save the gallbladders anymore. No, they used to no. try and save them. Now they're just like, right? It's clearly broken. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need it anyways. <laughs> that's seriously, that's a really great remedy to have. Yeah. Yeah, so, like when you're on hand so when you like a lot of people don't want to go to the hospital these days yeah so what would you rather have the confidence knowing that you have this in case you need it or you know you don't know what to do in the moment and you just hope nothing happens something's going to happen it always does something's yes. so and that's the thing because i'm watching all of these off-grid videos in the moment um because i'm moving into my tiny house which i think i mentioned to you but well, we talked about it before but before we start recording but we will talk about that too yeah yeah exactly no i'm so but but i'm watching all of these videos and then there's sometimes there is a video also about health and when you're off-grid and what would you do if the accident happened and basically it's like this little emergency pack down from the pharmacy that may has a little bit of added antibiotics or something in there but what it's like when you know what arnica can do for bruising you think it's irresponsible of you to be off grid without arnica at least right or <coughs> what if you get into a situation where you um, get a food poisoning what are you, what is your plan? What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> You'd end up dehydrated and you will die of that within, I don't know how long time it takes, but it's very quickly. Right. And, and you can just take China or, you know, like there's different remedies. So, so China as uh, uh, a homeopathic remedy. So we use it for food poisoning, but we also use it for rehydration. So if you have been dehydrated, so to cut, to get your, you come back, after you have been deep because dehydration is serious for the body very yeah very yeah um what else is uh, well then of course there's all the inflammation stuff like hepa sulf and mercury and uh, i added a drawing mix drawing is just to pull out pus 
from the body. Just uh, great, great, great for that. But then also like uh, so many people, they ask about uh, uh, worms oh. or parasites. So I have the a parasite mix here. This is not enough, but again, it's enough for you to get started. And then you just reach out if you need, need you want to continue and then you can have some more. And I even added a remedy uh, uh, for atomic radiation or, you know, when it's atomic radiation, homeopathic atomic radiation, it's just radiation, you know, ailments from radiation and people take it and they will have like stuff loosening from the throat in particular. Mm-hmm. maybe we have radiation poisoning all of us you know what do i know but if you if you take uh, um, one of these remedies for radiation and you have a reaction well then you probably do <laughs> you know and just and so people so people know i think people might say oh that remedy made me sick but this is something we need to be very clear on symptoms are not bad or good their information and your symptoms is the way of your this is how your body gets rid of things like when we're sick and we have a cold and we get rid of Mm -hmm. stuff we get or we have things coming through our skin or we're vomiting or we have diarrhea this is our body's methods of detoxification it's very very important so if you're reacting to that that means it's activating your own body's healing mechanisms right to get rid of what it's no longer what never served it really but it's not serving it so that's the thing. Sometimes people find they, they taste themselves. Oh, it gave me this. It gave me acne. <laughs> it's like, well, at, what is the acne though? It's not, is it just because it's not turning you into a zitty teenager? It, it's, it, this is your, a major avenue of detoxification. So let's see what happens. Keep going. This is great. Yeah. 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 It's like um, the deceased uh, hangover. <laughs> We don't get the hangover while we are taking the toxin. We're getting the hangover. Oh, the disease hangover. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and when we have symptoms, when we take a homeopathic remedy, it's all, all, always either current symptoms (coughs) that are flaring up or old symptoms that are returning. I'm just going to grab some water just to say. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> so when, when we have a side effect, when we have a side effect, that then uh, uh, we get symptoms that we never had before. So if, if we take some pain medication, and we take it for a long time and then we get an ulcer from it, stomach ulcer. So, okay, so uh, that's a new symptom. When, when we use homeopathy, then it will always be old symptoms that are coming back or current symptoms that are flaring, getting worse. Okay. Yeah. And back to the histamine one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people with histamine intolerances. They can't eat anything because there's all there's so many histamines prevalent, so many things. So I would think that would be a good remedy to help them with their intolerances of histamines. Yes, but it's probably a gut problem, the allergies. Uh, yes, for sure. Yeah. But that maybe be a way to mitigate symptoms as they heal 
<clears throat> exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And then also you can get this amazing experience of taking histamine and notice it's like it's a histamine 200C, you know, so there's, you know, when we have a 12C, that's when science says there's nothing left anymore. So then they say there's no molecules anymore. So when we get to a 200C, it's like we're way beyond that. And you get to have the experience of taking something that apparently has nothing in it and your symptoms disappear. Then you wake up because now you have an inside experience where you go, I went through this, it happened to me. And for all you know, it's either magic or it was the remedy. Mm -hmm. Right. So for, and then if you have that experience, maybe you're also more motivated to go to the homeopath and say, okay, now I know you can do this type of magic. <laughs> can you, can, can we make me, bring me to a state of health so I don't need to take the histamine anymore? Right, exactly, exactly. And so when they're making the, the remedies, are they use is it in water that they're doing this? Or is it, yeah? yeah? In water. It makes ton of sense. So if, I don't know if you've heard of Veda Austin. I've interviewed her for the podcast. I can't remember which, which episode it is, but it is freaking crazy. So I believe this 100% because water holds information. It has memory and it holds information. She does these, these exper experiments where she takes a Petri dish of water. <clears throat> There's a little bit of water in there. She will put it on, on top of a paper with a picture on it for like 30 seconds or a minute, something like that. And then she freezes the Petri dish and it will come out and that picture will be in the ice of yeah. that water. It'll yeah. be, it could be like, there's so many different pictures she has. Just pictures of like a face and pictures of a, like a guy working on a telephone pole, stairways. Like it's crazy. Like the actual picture is there without a doubt, unmistakable. And it's amazing. Like even I think the energies of being grateful will change the way it looks like water is amazing so for sure if that was there then it's going to hold it it's what it does um, unfortunately what i'm wondering is so what happens though when you're when you have that homeopathic remedy in spades and wi-fi and it's by your cell phone and it's with all this other stuff all this electricity and all this power output what the last interview was just on that on the whole making your space energetically safe so what does, does that do we know anything about how that impacts a remedy Oh, yeah. well, there is like there is some studies that have been made uh, by uh, Stefan Baum Baumgartner. He's a German professor uh, that's that's also that studies homeopathy. And and um, he found like he did some studies or he presented some studies. I don't know if he did them that that they could see that the remedies were affected uh, by um, radiation mm -hmm. um, or electromagnetic fields and stuff like that. So, you know, we always say, say that you should keep your remedies uh, away from Wi-Fi and mobile phones and so on. And when I, when, the way I store kits like this uh, in my clinic, each of them are wrapped individually in tinfoil because after having gone through all the work of making the kits, I want to make sure that they are completely protected. And like any long-term storage that I have of remedies like that, I just protect extra like that. And then um, I'm just wondering, um, 
because I'm, I'm, I, I have made a, a small investment into some earthing pro pro products, so, so to get earthed, so for, for us, so like earthing sheets, mm -hmm. so we can sleep on them and, and then that, that the sheet is earthed in, mm -hmm. the, in the plug, <laughs> in the socket, in the earth there. Um, and I'm thinking that I should store my remedies on something that is earth as That's well. Because I asked him about that and he's actually saying it would be better to actually put that thing into the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. Into yeah, the definitely. grounding prong because there's actual electrical pressure on the ground that comes yes. back. So it's, yeah. it's interesting. So, okay, but there's got to be a way. But the thing is, most of us, you know, our the Wi-Fi is on, at least mine's on during the day. I turn it off at night, but I've got yeah. my inside my home. I don't have them in a Faraday bag or anything like that. But, but just, just, you know, just, just don't, don't, don't put your phone on top of your remedies and just be, be mindful. You know, I, I always keep my phone in my pocket, for instance, mm -hmm. that's just a habit that I have, that I have because I use homeopathy because I always have my homeopathy in the bag. Right. So then I don't want to put my phone in the bag. So I have my phone in my pocket. Right. And so just get into like these little good habits. And, and if you're storing, you know, if you're, if, if the way that you store your remedies at home, you can just take like an Ikea box and wrap it in tinfoil and stick some stars on there if you want to. And then kind of like have a little, what's it called? Fa Faraday, Faraday cage. cage. Yeah, yeah, like a little Faraday cage or a Faraday bag. I mean, you can get Faraday bags. You can do something like that. Exactly. So maybe, maybe I'll have to make a specific special kit to put all my remedies in and, and just protect it that way. But we did prove that the APIS did just work. And it's been sitting out so so that is good to know but just long term it's nice to know that you protect yeah. it and, and and keep it safe from this very specific radiation stuff and and if you're traveling with it you know just also just wrap it if you want to take it well who's traveling these days but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So what else about the, was there something else? What else about the kit then? Is there, what else do we need to know? So they can, so you can access, I haven't actually looked at that on the app. You can mm -hmm. access the store. Yeah. You, the, it just says, read more about the kit though. There, oh, and then you just go there and then there's a link in there that takes you to the store. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. I gotta check that out. Okay, how but, much is the kit? Do you mind saying how much? What it it's costs? It's two hundred. Yeah, no, it's two hundred seventy-five dollars. Okay. So it's not a it's not a a frilly little thing. It's like a serious piece of equipment. Yes. Um. <clears throat> but it's and and the reason why it's so expensive is because it takes such a long time to make them um so 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 that's that's what it is but if you have the app you know you have access actually to all the remedies and the, in the app there's links also to where you can buy all the remedies just as individual remedies right. so straight so, so there's nariani the nariani remedies which is a lot of the combination remedies that's just a link right there you can just click on it and you're being taken right to the product <laughs> so if you just know that you want this one or you just want this one then you can everything is in the app right okay 
Okay. So what are some other home like reasons to use homeopathy? I don't think people think of homeopathy enough. I think it's very common for children and children's ailments and things like that. But for traumas, for example, I wonder how many people are actually actively using homeopathy with traumas. Like what other areas can you apply homeopathy to? Well, to trauma and to, uh, and I, I have a workshop on my website as well that talks about homeopathy and transgenerational trauma. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And that's the new material medica. You're going to love it. Okay. <laughs> You're going to love okay. it. Um, but where, where we, we talk about, um, yeah, you know, the inherited trauma. So I, I got a very close encounter with this because I was, I'm writing a book about my grandfather. So <laughs> that was, it's a real eye-opening experience to really? do ancestry. Um, and uh, so, so I, I felt some of that stuff very, very close to me. And, and also I think that when you work with trauma and consultation, then you're like working, you, could, you, you, you try and claw back, you know, it's like, okay, but did your mother breastfeed you? Okay, was it a natural birth? You know, how was the pregnancy? How was the, but then during COVID, I just think that it has become so obvious because maybe because everybody is having this kind of <laughs> allergic reaction, but I have the feeling that half of people that I'm seeing, there's two problems. One of them is toxicity and the, and the other problem has to do with a person that is not even in the room. Mm. It's something that happened to them. Mm -hmm. And then we have to heal that, but we can still heal it. So what we do as, a, as a, the technical side, but it's all explained in on, on this workshop. It's super interesting, Okay, but it's like we use, the miasms, so we have the miasms, which is to use a modern word to say, what genetics were you born with? What predispositions were you born with? Because you come from this lineage. So we use, we use the lineage remedies. So in particular, a remedy made from syphilis because syphilis and the syphilis in my ass has to do with secrets. And it's always the secrets that gives us problems, okay? <laughs> it's not all the stuff that's out in the open. Nobody cares. Nobody get harmed by that, right? It's the secret. So we can use that myasm to tap into, if, if we stop looking ourselves as a person that ends here and begins here or whatever, but start to see that we are part of a bigger body that is our lineage. Yes. So then we use that remedy, cephalinum, to tap into that lineage. And then we give what's needed. Which I just think, I can't help but think of the native population, for example. Native oh populations God. worldwide. I mean, just look at that generational trauma. That Of course, of course they're, they're having problems. I mean, they just, it, there's no effort into going to heal. And I'm pretty sure the powers that be that, that don't really give a shit about them. They know exactly that you can't, they don't, that, how you could heal that because they know these things well they have done it systemically they have they have they have destroyed them inside the system they they used spreadsheets you know right right so i mean if they're what an amazing thing that would be even like if you could do a pilot project you know on healing 
you know, known populations with transgenerational traumas that just keep, keep keeps them down. I mean, of course, there's some that come up, but in, on a on a whole, there's so much healing still to be done. Oh yeah, but we also have other remedies than from the new material medica, where we have one remedy that I also talk about in this talk that because it's so amazing, it's called Japanese white oleander. Uh, so it's the first flower that grew after uh, Hiroshima. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, there is always something that will grow again after a disaster. And that's, this, this is part of the new Materia Medica that we look at transgeneration. So, so Kent and, and uh, Hahnemann and, you know, all the old school boys in homeopathy, they didn't think about it. They thought about, okay, so your dad beat you. <laughs> so, but they didn't, well, they, they, they did make the connection to the generations behind with the miasms and the physical symptoms and, of, and also the mental, emotional stuff. So actually they did it, but <laughs> with the new material medica that is being expanded on and in homeopathy through new material medica, we get a language that we can use in consultation that can make reference back to remedies right if that makes sense and what about also all the current chronic stuff the cancer the heart disease the diabetes it's <clears throat> for homeopathy and like if i don't really hear about homeopathy and cancer for example homeopathy and tumors i don't yeah. really hear that well it, and it's such a shame because there is one of the protocols that I work with is called the Banerjee protocol, which, which is from Banerjee. Banerjee. Yes. So it's a clinic in India. I think they are fifth oh, generation, okay. fourth or fifth generation. Okay. The homeopaths now on that clinic, and they see 1,000 patients a day. A day. That, a day in that clinic. Yeah. Wow. And, but because they see so many, the only patients that they keep the data on uh, are the cancer patients. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So they, they, they published a book where they say, okay, for this cancer, we use this protocol. Because when you see a thousand patients every day, you only have a couple of minutes for each patient, right? So that's why they are so keen on the protocols. Um, and, and, but then the protocols, the Benergy protocols for cancer, uh, and probably also the other ones, but specifically and very definitely with the cancer ones are, are based on data. Mm -hmm. Okay, and so they're they're having success. Yeah, homeopathy for for cancer. So cancer is a blockage. It's a blockage. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, and so, what about other common like heart disease? What about Diabetes. What about? I mean, obviously, these are major lifestyle things. That yes, yes. And stress and all sorts of stuff. But does it have a role in all of these chronic issues? Because again, back in the day when Hahnemann was coming up with it, that people weren't the, the cancer rate wasn't one and two. The, the heart attacks weren't an issue. Strokes weren't. They, they, these things weren't issues back then. No, but you see, in homeopathy, we don't get hung up what the disease is called. We don't care, you know, it's like, it's like what I say when I want to tease allopathic medicine a little bit, I say they're very, very good at telling you what the name is of what you're going through. Seriously. 
Yeah. <laughs> and everybody wants that. Everybody wants yeah. the diagnosis too. Give me the name. Give me the name. Right. But what we do in homeopathy is that we look at how the body is reacting. Right. So it doesn't matter what the disease is. Because we start with the patient. We don't start with the disease. I love that. Yes. Start with the patient, not with the, the disease. And you see the patient, right? The, yeah. Yes. Because, because the, the, the symptoms, they are a reflection of what, how the immune system is working. But I just want to say that when we have like the big thing, you know, like with cancer, uh, heart disease and, you know, depression. Okay. So, so that's maybe one thing, you know, yeah, with depression and ADHD and all of those things are also stuff that we deal with in a homeopathic practice. But, you know, the more uh, serious the disease is, the, the more I would say, okay, with, with cancer and infertility, for instance, um, I expect people to do more than homeopathy. Yes. They need to look at their diet. They need to look at their mental health. They need to look at their sleep. They need to look at, you know, like all aspects. Right. Um, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it can definitely be a tool. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like, like recently, I just had this uh, patient and we, uh, we, we gotten her off all her hormone, hormones. Oh, that's a big one. Hormone replacement yep. type yep. things. And it went really quick. It, I don't, I think from, we started talking about to make a transition until she just called me and said, I stopped taking them all now. I think maybe it was less than six weeks. That's amazing. And she that's feels great. One, you know, cause there are so women that are so stuck with that and there's so many factors involved i was just talking to a woman about that just the other day but the willingness wasn't there maybe if the homeopathy can help with yeah a little early success it can inspire you to to go further and do some more so when you start with when you start with homeopathy in that situation you don't it doesn't mean that you stop what you're taking we we make a lab over so that you can feel okay do you sense any difference uh, with the homeopathy and what you sense and it's okay so now we know we have this effect so if we start cutting down on this then you know you can take this <laughs> you know you, you get to know it do you have them work with their doctor as well on getting them off or do you just do it together because a lot of doctors would be like homeopathy whatever let's you know uh, I, I can see that <laughs> you haven't had much luck with that just just from the look on your face i mean it says it all <laughs> it's like anyone that wants to stop any medication i always tell everybody go back to the person who prescribed it to you and tell them you want to get off it right that's the proper way of doing it and and that's also also what i would like my patients to do with me so you know if they want to get off some, you know, it's like, come back and, and let, you know, I started this. So I will also, <laughs> you know, we're, we're partners. Okay. So there was this one uh, uh, woman and I told her to go back to her doctor and ask her doctor what to say. And the doctor just said, well, just stop taking them. <laughs> that was that. That was, that was the advice. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. great thank yeah, you well, yeah. really cares yeah i know and, uh, 
Okay, so what else do we need to know? What else? And then you're gonna then you can tell us quickly about your new adventure coming up. So yes, what yes, else yes. do we need to know about homeopathy? What are we missing here? Um, we um that 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 with homeopathy you can take the knowledge of healing home. So that it that that it's not an externalized experience. So that you have to go to a third party every time somebody has something in your family. Now you can become that person, and you can become that person gently in the beginning because everybody can learn to prescribe arnica. And if you don't know how to prescribe arnica, I will tell you what you need to know. Did it make you? Did it give a bruise? Yes. Okay prescribe Annika. Mm -hmm. So even if you are on the way to the emergency room for a bad fall, you can take Annika on the way there mm -hmm. before any other kind of treatment can start. You know, so when we start using homeopathy, we start gentle, we add it to our regime. We're not taking anything away that we have already. Uh, uh, I don't know, is my phone uh, disturbing? It's not that bad. It's okay. Okay, all right. No, but with the um, um, with homeopathy, you can just add it. You, you just have it as an extra tool in your toolbox. Right. Yeah. And, and, and every time you learn about one remedy, then you never forget it. So you won't know everything from the first day that you start using homeopathy, but you will slowly, slowly, slowly learn it. And you can do things like download the app because the app is educational. It, it gives you prescriptions, but it's also educational. You can, I really, really encourage anyone to go and join one of my online clubs. There's a detox club. There's a, something about New Material Medica and there's the Home Prescribers Club where you get so much knowledge on how to uh, use homeopathy. Um, it just, it just, you don't have to know what's in the box to get, just get it and then just start carrying it around. And then one day somebody complains about something and you open up the little booklet and you look it up and you go, I'm gonna give you this. And then you're gonna see a result. And that's how, you know, basically there was one of my teachers at homeopathy school that said the best way of uh, getting really good at homeopathy is by having a big family. <laughs> <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. So going on with somebody. So, and so there's a very specific dosing on the palace. Do we, and I remember talking about this before you say just one, maybe two, if, there, if it wasn't on that. So do we ignore what it actually says on the pellet? Because it says like three or four or five or something like that. It tells a dose. Like we don't need to take that many, right? You just take a couple. No, we, we don't need to take it. But when they say specifically take four or five, it's because the advice is, is uh, uh, given from a protocol. So when we have a protocol, so then they have said, okay, we gave all the patients three doses of four pellets a day for seven days. Okay. So... That's the protocol. And then if you want to use that, uh, if you want to use your experience to tell people how to take it, then you have to give them the how it was prescribed and the protocol. You know what I mean? Then you, 
then you can't deviate from the protocol. So in the Banerjee protocol, they say, for instance, when you give this remedy, it has to be on this size pill. So maybe they just have to, you just have to give the remedy on that size pill because somebody made a mistake when they ordered the pills and they got them in the wrong size, but they didn't want to <laughs> order new ones. So they just decided we're just going to use this size pill. And then we're going to say in the notes that we use this size pill. And then we, when people then go out and prescribe based on the data collected for this protocol, well, then it says we gave it on this size pill. No, you don't have to, but you have to say it like that if you want to be taken seriously with your protocols. So <laughs> then you have to, okay. but I would say, no, no, you don't have to. So, <laughs> right. Cause I think it's one of the tenets of homeopathy is it's also like minimal dose, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't, yeah. it's not like you just mega dose. It's not like you're taking thousand milligrams of vitamin C every hour or until your bowels blow up kind of thing. It's a really <laughs> different premise. For yeah. yeah. But if you, if you give four, you know, if you give one pellet, if there's something, if, if the pellet is by some freak accident, there's a blank. Yes. You know, then it's one out of one. Right. If you take two, you know, then you can have one blank and, they're, they're, you know, and if you take four, you know, so when yeah. you, when you want to do a protocol, then you're more likely to increase how many pills. Okay. Fair yeah. Okay. And so now you're embarking on a new adventure. You're changing where you're living. So tell us, you're setting up shop somewhere else, your clinic and and how are people going to be able to find you? And what, what's your, so where's your YouTube channel? You have a YouTube channel, right? Yes, you, I do. I do. It's, it's called, uh, uh, I think it's called Wapi Sapi CP. No, I have to go and look what it's even called. Okay, <laughs> I'll just send you the link. Then you can yeah, put no it. Problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, yeah. I, I kind of like woke up my YouTube channel, um, because I have so much exciting stuff to share about my tiny house. And it's like um, this whole tiny house community and you can go on YouTube and you can just geek out on tiny house tours and everybody's showing their little genius ideas that they have and, and so on. And of course I used to work in interior design before I became a homeopath, right? So I'm completely geeking out on it and I'm just having so much fun um with this tiny house and actually it was yesterday that it was a year ago that I realized I could have a tiny house and I could have it out on that land uh, and then I just decided in that moment I'm not gonna say I would like to have a tiny house I'm just gonna from now on I'm gonna say I'm going to have a tiny house at Carolot. So I just started saying that. <laughs> so, and Carolot is this place where I'm putting down the tiny house. So that's like this beautiful piece of land just outside Edmonton uh, in Devon. Um, and there is a big, beautiful uh, house on the, on the land as well, where uh, Carla and Keith lives and, and they are the protectors of the land. Um, and that whole house is going to be a health clinic in the future. So it's like the beginning, well, Carla took the beginning steps when she built the house, but 
now with the combination uh, now, now we're going to start take, uh, taking it more seriously and and do all the moves to get a big good solid health clinic help people recover from whatever they have been going through um so i'm and i had first pick on the clinic room so i'm gonna have big beautiful clinic room inside and then i saw that you guys if you watch a video you can see where she's gonna it's raw land right now where you're putting your tiny home but the clinic's gonna be so sunny and great and just yeah okay so that's gonna be a whole new way of living i can't wait to be so close to nature again just just open the door and there's a horse you know when's the big move um well the big the big the big pay is on, on in two days where i'm gonna pay for the house and then i'm gonna then he normally says that it takes one month to build a house uh, from from you know from he he starts building it until it gets delivered um oh, but i'm curious to find out if he started a little bit early because I think he has not had any doubts about my commitment. So are you <laughs> moving as soon as it's ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Just in time for spring. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So right now you're in Edmonton, so you're not mm -hmm. that far away then. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I see patients everywhere. Uh, also, still many patients in Denmark, and where I'm from, and in the U.S., and I see patients in different places and that's all zoom anyway so okay right okay and so, i ship remedies everywhere okay. or if it's in denmark i have a contact in denmark that ships remedies and so perfect it's a big international network no <laughs> yeah well and you got to get your patients everywhere and, but i don't know you just got to keep this alive wherever we can with the homeopathy right like it's it's definitely under attack in certain places, but it's definitely more accepted as uh, you know a more standard of care, I would say, in certain parts of the world than it is maybe in Canada. In India, it's huge. It's really big. So there is actually by law, all pharmacies in India have to stock homeopathy. Oh. And they, they use it in the army as well. So it's, it's massive in India. Uh, so... I'm always so happy when I meet someone from India because then they're like, oh, yes, doctor, yes. <laughs> because, nice. and, you know, normally when you when you meet anybody and you say you're a homeopath, it's, you never know if they're going to spit in your face. But <laughs> if you meet somebody from India, that is, it's always, you get like a, a different recognition. <laughs> right. In Cuba, it's big in Cuba, isn't it? It is big in Cuba and also in preventative care. So meaning um, uh, homeoprophylaxis uh, instead of vaccine. So they use homeoprophylaxis in, 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 in Cuba uh, for disease prevention when there's no vaccine. So they used homeoprophylaxis, so homeopathic remedies as prevention for COVID before the vaccine came. So before, but now they've got the vaccine there. Yeah, now they have to use the vaccine. And actually, you can you can go in and you can look at how many deaths there is in Cuba uh, from COVID, and then you can see exactly what date they started the vaccines. Isn't that interesting? So there's another use for homeopathy. 
right? There's another use for homeopathy. Side effects, right? Lots of people. Are you working with a lot of people with that or many people with side effects with? From vaccines? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a big part of the homeopathic practice because we can detox it because we can make the homeopathic remedies from the vaccines. Right. So, you know, we, we, we say, okay, homeopathy is like, cures like, but we can't find anything out in nature that looks like a vaccine. It doesn't exist. It's, it's like, go out and find a square box in nature. It doesn't exist. It's right. a man-made thing. And the vaccines are man-made, they're not natural. So we can't use anything like, so we use same. Right. Yeah. Right. So the whole, uh, uh, the homeopathic detox club that is also on my website it's i only talk about detoxing in there because you can detox vaccines you can detox contraceptives epstein bar candida lyme disease uh, steroids chemotherapy spring detox <laughs> <laughs> right? It's time for that right now. The season, this is liver time. It's like, cause I know there were kids like Heal had their, their detox kit once upon a time. And there's yeah. Paxo I think has a detox kit, but I, I guess it's probably working on the organs of detoxification that are going to just help upregulate detox pathways. I'm thinking. Yeah. So, so like liver detox and, and uh, kidney detox, it's very good. But my favorite detox, it's the coffee, um, in a month. yeah yeah i'm a big fan of that too yeah <laughs> that's uh if you just do that on a regular basis you're not going to get sick full stop mm. and you're not going to have allergies and you're not going you know right right yeah a lot of people have to get sick before they'll start that though i recommend it all the time and i recommend it especially now as we go into spring and liver season you know you're upregulating the bottom production you're really cleaning up that liver decongesting the liver cleaning up the blood and some people are willing and a lot of people aren't. They just, you know, so it's just what people want to do. I'm just like, just do it once. And you'll wonder why you just didn't do it before. <clears throat> just try it. It's not that hard. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. You know, it's just, it, it feels, I, I like it. Oh yeah. But I, I also, you know, it's like uh, when you come and see me in consultation, if not already in the first and in the second, I will introduce it. And I will just introduce it very, very quick, very soon, because I know you nobody bites on the first introduction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so have time to work on them. <laughs> it's a gentle massage. And and then, you know, then one day, you know, you know, you just hear like, what did I talk? Well, you know, you know, like even even if you have like headaches around your menstrual period. Mm -hmm. you just do a coffee enema and it's gone because the, what you have the, what you are having the the headache from is from the uh, filtration of hormones mm -hmm. because you know every time one hormone there's more presence of one hormone then there's other hormones that has to be flushed out and everything is going through the liver right so yes. you just help the liver a little bit with the coffee enema and you don't have to have the headache. Yeah, it's a great absolutely. <laughs> and these are the things people like, these are the things that people would just know and have that on hand and just have like, these are things I have available all the time. Homeopathy, charcoal, coffee enemas, like 
all sorts of different immune, like it just, it's just there. Like, like food grade hydrogen peroxide, colloidal silver, you know, you just set it up. Bentonite clay. Bentonite clay. Absolutely. Yeah. So bentonite clay is part of my emergency vaccination adverse events kit. So I, unfortunately, when you say some people need to have something happen to them before they reach out and there's an epidemic of that <laughs> pandemic of that uh, with people that have a first-hand experience with vaccines and they go oh my god I cannot believe what's going on blah 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 and but the first thing I ask people to do uh, when they cut that's in this kit it is there's a little jar of bentonite clay and you just mix it up and you put it right on top of uh, where the needle went in and then the bentonite clay will just start sucking out the poison that it can do. Of course, it's better if you can put the bentonite clay on like right two seconds after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but we can also use the bentonite clay for insect bites mm -hmm. and and other things like that. So and bentonite clay, we can also take it internally. Uh, or as an enema and it's packed with minerals right. and bathing my friend she was reacting she has cranial psychotherapy and she was before we even knew there was people you could react from somebody actually having it she's working on people who had it like the day before and she went her cycle went all wonky and she was having headaches all sorts of of symptoms and the baths were bathing with bentonite clay and epsom salts and baking soda and putting that in there. And she really feels that that was one of the big things that helped turn it all around. Once we realized, oh, this isn't menopause, perimenopause, this is poisoning. <laughs> <clears throat> and also when you go in the bath, you're also earthing again, mm. because the pipes go in the ground. Right, 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 right. Yeah, with the water, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, cool. We've been going for quite some time. It feels like it's just been, I've just been having a great conversation with you. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes. But I expect you to come and uh, spend the night in the tiny house with me. Oh, ooh, that would be so fun. <laughs> I gotta come check it out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's just talk about how everybody, every way that people can get a hold of you. So yeah. the app is homeopath homeopathy. Homeopathy. So homeopathy and then L Y in the end. Yes. Yeah. So that's it. The normal way to get an app. Yes. Right? And my website is homeopathy.com. Yeah. Um, and that's basically and what you need to know. So, so also uh, there's Instagram. It's also homeopathy. Lee. So the word is difficult, but I'm consistent. <laughs> I just keep saying homeopathy. I can actually. Yeah. Say, yeah. I just now I had a problem in the beginning. I did, but I get it now because yeah. it's a lot. And then if, if you're going to give me your YouTube channel so people can watch yeah. your pictures in in real well almost live. yes 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 so there's going to be so much more about that this i'm good it's going to be oh i just cannot wait it's like i got this so here of course in my normal kitchen it's uh, completely with vitamix and big juicer and you know like all of those things but yeah. those things you can't have in a tiny house but now i have this um hands uh blender yeah yeah, exactly that just works incredibly well so I have that in the yes. clinic now so I can make myself a smoothie there it's very it's almost as noisy as a Vitamix I have to say but, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would miss my Vitamix I have to say I use that thing every day like for right now for hot yeah. drinks but if we get into smoothie season like that's yeah but you also have access to the house in your clinic exactly right? exactly the best of everything. Yeah. 
No, and then the wood burning stove that I ordered, it has an oven, a baking, so I can bake in there as well. So oh, I'm gonna do, so it's just gonna be, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be a lot on YouTube now because of this, yeah. That's gonna be fun. That's, yeah. Well, good for you for taking the plunge and, and being the, so are they building out a community there? Yes. They are. That is the goal. They're building out a community. Yes. And is it going to be sustainable in terms of food production and things like that? That's the plan. Yeah. Right. We have plenty of land. We have good land. So we need hands. <laughs> right. Well, that's the only way a community is going to work. Yeah. Right? We need we need to cooperate. We need to self-organize these days. It's time to break off from this psychotic society and not try to fit into it, but create a healthy society with people that are willing to do the work to, to do it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There are lots of private, like like let's look at the Mennonites and whoever there are private and even you know communities and things like that. People can do it and they live in their own in their own little society. So I mean, yeah. need to do that too. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, Meta. Well, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing all your fun and wisdom with us today. You guys get in contact with it. If you have not tried homeopathy, like there's <laughs> nothing to lose. And you just start collecting these remedies. Now I started getting the kit so that you don't have like all these random remedies. But I've, I've gotten my storehouse from basically from what I've needed over the years. But now I've got the one, the blue kit. And definitely need to get the safety, the first aid kit as well, too, which you didn't talk about. I'm assuming in your kit, there's also the first aid. First aid. Yeah, there, there are, there's, for instance, there's, there, um, the, 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 the one thing that is really great about the first aid kit is that you, you get basically higher potencies of a lot of remedies. Oh. So, so the, the first aid kit, it has uh, 18 remedies. So half of what's in the 36 kit. Yeah. yeah. But, 50, uh, sorry, 17 of uh, those remedies are remedies that are in the blue kit, just the potency higher. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. And then there's Bellis Perennis in there, which is like the extra one, um, which is like an deeper Arnica. So Arnica, it's like we can see the bruising and so on, but Bellis Perennis is like an Arnica, but more when, you know, like after operations or when things are being pushed from the inside on the organ, organ pain and stuff like that as well. And are those kits also available through the app? Can you purchase those? They are them? available through my little secret special store That's that you awesome. can have access to through the app or through the memberships. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and we need these things with us at all times. Like you just... Everybody has their phone. Why not make it a use something that's useful? It could save your life sometime. You never know. Exactly. So. And I also have little enema kits ready. So everything you need to do to start making coffee enemas and there's yeah, lots of little, you know, all like the all the best and things that I have. And I'm also gonna start selling the earthing stuff in there. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. And yeah, we do know that we are surrounded. I mean, I've got lots of stuff pushing on me right now with the electrical stuff and the EMF. So that's something you need to do. But now once you're in your tiny home, look, you're just going to be outside. You're going to be like, you're going to be living in it. Right. So that's amazing. So exactly. Okay. Meta. Thanks yeah. so much. I really, thank you so time. much guys. You guys check, check out homeopathy. Seriously learn about it. My husband literally had a healing miracle and that might be just around the corner for you too. So check it out. And we'll mm -hmm. see you next time. <laughs>